Welcome into another episode of the Table Talk Pod. Uh, Caleb here, as always. And today I come to you as a new man. Um, as most of you have seen online, I am the proud father of the most beautiful and sweet little boy that this world has ever seen. Um, so on the 15th early about, we got to the hospital about 1230 AM and yeah, it was just, uh, it was a crazy experience. Um, once we got to the hospital, they uh, were taking Jossie's, you know, her vitals and all that drew some blood and the nurse just blew her vein. I mean, good Lord. Her arm is still super bruised today. I don't know uh, if you guys are like me, but I expect people to uh, do their job and do it well. And so when you see just tiny errors, um, just it irritates me. And I understand we all make mistakes, but uh, I like I like things to be done the right way. And so uh, once it came time for the epidural, the anesthesiologist uh, was having issues getting it, you know, the needle in her and whatnot, and I had to do it a couple times. And so it was just kind of annoying and whatnot. But so once all that got, you know, we got a little bit of sleep. <laughs> Jossie said she, uh, the person in the room next to her got to the hospital too late and they couldn't get the epidural and she said it sounded like a murder scene uh and i was just out cold i didn't wake up or hear any of it but apparently this uh, poor lady was just uh yelling pretty hard but yeah that's unfortunate um so then uh contractions really started kicking in and uh, Jossie started uh, pushing for delivery around like 10 a.m. on the 15th and it was uh, our boy was taking a sweet time and it was just uh, a you know stressful uh, stressful time you know when when you're a man and you see your wife you know and discomfort or in pain you know it's, it's kind of a helpless feeling and there's nothing you can do. You're just sitting there next to her, you know, trying to just hold her hand and uh, help her breathe and whatnot. And, but she did, she did really well. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I won't say who, but about uh, Jossie's in mid, uh, mid labor and a nurse walks in and says, uh, so so-and-so is on the phone <laughs> and we both looked at each other like what 
And they're like, yeah, so-and-so is on the phone. And I just went, what an effing idiot. <laughs> we were just so stressed. And the nurse was like, oh, okay, I'll say we're not taking phone calls. <laughs> so that was, yeah, just uh, calls the hospital phone like like it's 1990. Yeah, no, that was... Uh, irritating but a little distraction that kind of got uh the wife and uh took her out of the zone and put her in a little of upset um mood you know as you know when as some relationships uh need mending uh this one was not uh it was not an appropriate time to call and it was just kind of a selfish move and but uh, yeah, anyway, so that was just funny. The nurse's look on her face was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll say you're not taking calls. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and so, you know, she's pushing, and uh, it's about two hours into pushing, and she's making good progress, but it's not going as uh, as fast as, I guess, as the head doctor wanted. So we used a midwife for delivery. And so the head doctor comes in and, uh, apparently when she was contracting the heart rate monitor was, uh, conf you know, they couldn't see the heart, the baby's heart rate monitor during contractions. Um, but it showed, but the heart rate was fine before and after each contraction. It was just during, it was kind of confusing, uh, mama's heart rate and the baby. So they couldn't tell. So the head doctor came in, was a little, uh, uh, let's see. I would say she was uh, a douche is the best way. Uh, we did not like this head doctor coming in. And she said that she wanted to do some internal monitoring on uh, the baby. And, you know, to me, it was like, oh, yeah, that sounds fine. But Jossie, thank, thank the Lord for Jocelyn. Uh, she knew what, what that was. And apparently, I guess, how they, they connect... Uh, like a little monitor that has a tiny like corkscrew that screws into the baby's head. Uh, it's just tiny. Obviously, it's not like a, you know, wine corkscrew, but still it just seems so gnarly. And obviously that's why they just call it eternal monitoring, not, hey, we're going to screw this into your baby's head so we can hear the heartbeat. And so Josie was like, no, we're not doing that. And you could tell the doctor didn't like being told no. Uh, you know, she was... Uh, High and mighty, and having a little uh, peasant like Jocelyn tell her no to not to not sit well, and then this uh, this doctor had the audacity to look at her watch and say, "Well, I have a scheduled C-section here soon, so we got to get this show on the road." It's like, oh, oh, good, because before you said that, I thought I th I thought we didn't need to get the show on the road, you idiot. And yeah, Jossie was like, "What, well, Jossie?" <laughs> She was like, she was like, I'm on my schedule. I'm not worried about your schedule. <laughs> I think we're not, we're not on your time, lady. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just a little did this doctor know she was dealing with a very strong, independent, um, ain't gonna take crap for no one, lady. <laughs> and uh, the doctor then said that she would st she was going to start yelling at her to uh, while she was pushing to try and help uh, motivate her like 
like it was uh, like she's a motivational speaker or a tr like a trainer in the weight room. And this doctor, I kid you not, she starts yelling like, let's go push. You can do it. Yeah, good job. And it was I, I would have rather had Matt Foley van down by the river motivation, motivational talk than this lady in screaming like this. And I just gave her the ultimate head shake, like disappointment, like this, like stop. Um, you know, like uh, when you just shake your head no at someone, like they're the ultimate disappointment. <laughs> and she got the hint and she was like, okay, well. I'm sorry for barging in, but, you know, I just have responsibilities, too. And and she left. <laughs> and then I guess later she apologized to the midwife, said, I'm going to tell them I'm sorry for coming in like that. But good Lord, it was it was we did not we weren't a fan of anything she was doing. Um, so uh, 1245, uh, well, about 1240. Uh, the baby's head is out and I wasn't sure if I would be able to watch him actually come out. Um, you know, while he was being pushed out of the vagina, I, I don't know how we appropriately, I, I think that's appropriate that the, the vagina coming out of the, the vagina, right. And his head and his face was just facing towards me. So we we're just looking at each other and it was, the most surreal moment of my life. And I just, I was telling Jocelyn later that you could have woke me up and said, you've been in a simulation this whole time. And I honestly would have believed it. It was that it was just the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. And I couldn't stop staring. And I noticed when he was out, he looked a little, uh, looked blue, which I, I knew that was a little common. Um, but I could tell something was up because they didn't, they didn't let me cut the umbilical cord. Uh, and they said he was a little, a little floppy is the term they use. Like he wasn't moving much. And, uh, I heard the nurse say, do you want me to call Nick you? And so I knew something was going on and, man you know you you just start to, uh, you start thinking oh god no this <laughs> so they they have him on the incubator getting air and they're suctioning him out and you know I'm uh I'm standing over there with him and you know I'm trying to zigzag between him and mom and uh, making sure they're both okay, and you're just so freaking helpless. But uh, and then like he had like this seesaw chest where uh, one side of his chest was going up, and the other one wasn't. And so I guess you know it kind of what you would see if the baby was born with a collapsed lung. And so they got you know they're suctioning all the he so he was his uh he was breathing and his 
breathing was fine. Uh, it was just his chest. It looked like it was, you know, the seesaw thing, like he had a collapsed lung. Uh, they got the fluids out. And so he instantly, you know, turned to like a normal color. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm panicking and, you know, freaking out and I'm just looking at him and I know his chest. I was like that, you know, that's not normal. I know something's up. And I just, you know, I'm thinking, Lord, this, this isn't how our story's going to go. Like this can't be, you know, this isn't it. And so we, you know, rush him to the room next door to get an x-ray. And the nurses are, I can't even talk because I'm just like terrified. And, you know, I'm, in, I'm away from mama. So mom's in, still in the delivering room and we're just, um, we're just waiting. And, uh-oh, Ralph sees some type of animal. And we get... Uh, you know, the x-ray tech comes in and the nurses are like, he's just, you know, he's not, he's moving a little better, but you see his chest, it's not getting any better. And his left, he's not moving his left arm. <laughs> and as soon as they said, they're like, you see how his left arm is just, there's no movement there. As soon as they said that, he just flails his left arm. Like, like lady, I'm on my time. I ain't on your time. And so they did the, the, um, x-rays and everything came back 100% clear they think it was just because it was kind of a traumatic and long birth and he you know he got stuck so he crowned a little bit and I was just kind of um exhausted for him he just his body just didn't have the energy to kickstart uh right away but yeah 12:45, he was born uh it was a terrifying moment uh, when you, ah, oh, man, Whew. sorry, my, I'm cutting onions in here. Uh, you know, when you see your, you know, you're just boy, just, uh, you feel so helpless, but, uh, it was so amazing. My wife, she did, she did so good. Uh, she ended up turning the epidural off because she couldn't feel anything and, you know, she wanted to know, like, so she was pushing, but it was just felt like she wasn't doing anything. So she wanted it off to make sure, uh, you know, she could actually help more and push, you know, feel like she was pushing. <laughs> and uh, she didn't tear at all. So that, that was really good. And at 1245 at 21 and a half inches, weighing at 8.2 pounds, uh, we welcomed Eli George Lamoureux. Uh, to this to this world and <laughs> I just I was just sitting there and I was thinking I was like my wife grew this human in her body and when I was watching her nurse and feed for the first time I was like my wife grew this bot this human in her body delivered this human out of her body and now she's using her body to feed this this human I was just like women you guys are amazing it's just insane and and so our first night in the hospital you know we're uh tr still trying to figure everything out uh we're tired <laughs> and uh, you know we i was on like no sleep uh, i think i had two hours of sleep 
and I just had this, you know, not a lot of food. So I just got this headache. I, you know, you get one of those migraines and you're just useless. And I'm plowing through everything, but I'm just like, man, I, I don't feel well. My, my head's killing me. I feel nauseous. And so I just, you know, I'm laying down for a little bit and the nurse is looking at me and she's like, are you, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just uh, feeling a little dehydrated and tired. And um, I was like, but, you know, it's probably, I haven't had caffeine today. So I'm probably just, you know, having that caffeine headache on top of hunger, dehydration, lack of sleep. And, and they're like, okay, well, we got to move you guys to the recovery room. So whenever you, you know, feel ready, would you like... I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to man up real fast and do this. <laughs> oh, man. You could tell she was not. That nurse did not like me saying man up. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So it was uh, really just an amazing, amazing moment. And I've never felt uh, as lucky and as blessed as I do. Uh, now and so they were they were saying that they were they're only allowing uh you know due to covid oh so my wife she got the covid nose swap where they shove it up into your brain and it looks like the most uncomfortable thing in the world i do not believe the president has done that several times but whatever and uh so they said due to COVID, they're usually discharging patients after one night who do a vaginal delivery and two nights for C-sections. And it's usually two, you stay two nights, I guess, for a vaginal delivery and three nights for C-section in the hospital. And so the, you know, we're in the recovery room and there's no chair, like rocking chairs. So I can't sit. They have the dad couch, but... Above the dead couch is a cold air vent, and you can't uh, turn it off. So I just constantly have cold air blowing on me. So when mom is sleeping, my choices are I can either hold the baby or I can go sit on this freezing cold couch with air blowing on both of us. And so it was just, it was uncomfortable. I had a feeling they probably set it up that way to make us to make us want to leave. But so they did a blood sugar test on him and it came back. Uh, they wanted it at least 45 and they did a test and it came at 44. And so they gave him some food and did it again and it only raised it to like 46. So they had to do the blood sugar. They had to test him three more times. Uh, Every so they had to test him once every three hours for up to three times, and he had to have uh, three, you know, positive, you know, above forty-five tests. And you know, I, it was hurting me more than it was hurting him to watch his you know little foot get pricked. But uh, first one came back at forty-five, and then I think forty-six, and so you know we're getting a a little concerned because, you know, it's just staying low. But the last one was, you know, way well above. It was around like a 50-something, so he was fine. But I, I swear, they were, you know, pricking his foot to draw the blood, and he was just sleeping right through it, like 
didn't even make flinch or make a noise or anything. Um, so that was awesome. Um, next day, you know, we're in the hospital. They have room service there. And so, you know, we're ordering food. It's free for the mom, but you're supposed to pay for the second person. So we just kind of doubled ordered. And, you know, we're thinking, you know, I don't know. I knew it wouldn't be the best food, but they bring it up and it looks like, I don't know, like school, like poor school cafe food. But it was fine. Then uh, we brought him home on the 16th. And, you know, it's we're uh, getting on the same, you know, we're learning and figuring things out. Um, I'm trying to, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but let me just say dishes, laundry, keeping, you know, the house somewhat clean. Uh, I've just been nailing that, uh, you know, feeding when she's sleeping, you know, she's either, it seems like all she can do is either pump or nurse. And she doesn't have a lot of time to do anything else. So she's just constantly, you know, doing something involving the baby. So she's sleeping, you know, I'll get some uh, the milk and I'll just uh, feed the baby myself. And But I tell you, as soon as uh, that kid came out, like you could just see the maternal switch on my wife click on. And it's been uh, really such a joy and such a blessing to watch, you know, just watch my wife just own motherhood and you know we keep making mistakes you know overfeeding the baby so he pukes uh just the other night i was changing his poopy diaper and while i was changing it he starts peeing and so i get him all cleaned up and i'm getting the new diaper you know the third or the second diaper on and he starts peeing again so i get him cleaned up and then like 20 minutes later, he just poops again. <laughs> and then we're changing him and he starts peeing again. So we're figuring it out. Uh, I call it the uh, three diapers, one changing trick that we do. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're reading to him. Uh, we're talking and singing. And I just, you know, I just, I talk to him. I hold him and I just talk to him and tell him what we're doing. You know, like, hey, we're going to change your diaper now. It's going to get cold, but I promise you, daddy's going to make you feel comfortable here in a second. Or I'll, you know, I'll talk to him and just about stuff I would talk to my friends about, you know, basketball things, you know, just, I just like, I love holding him and talking to him. And then I do voices for him. So, you know, I'll be holding him and he'll be like, hey, mom, where's my milk? <laughs> just. So we're we're having a lot of fun. It's uh, it's definitely uh, you know, it's a lot of work. And I've been apologizing to all my friends who have kids. I had no idea how much work this was, and how you know, how hungry you get, how tired you get, and you just don't have energy, and you don't really want to do anything. You just want to hang out with with your baby. And I I get it now, but I've been apologizing. To my friends saying I should have had more, you know, I should have done more for you guys. I should have had food lined up and, you know, taken a bigger role to, I just, I was so clueless to everything. I had no idea. And I'm, I'm talking in a quiet voice, you know, as mama and baby are sleeping right now. So I don't want to wake them up. But, 
Yeah, I just been explaining to everyone I had no clue. I was just so naive to everything and I not that I know it all now, but I was just clueless and um you know, I keep telling Eli, I say, Hey, we're we're figuring we're the three of us, we're all figuring this out together. Um, mom, mom is really good. Dad's going to get better and you're going to get better. And we're all just going to keep improving. And we're all on the same team. We're all team Lamoureux. We all want, uh, the three of us to thrive and grow together. And we keep learning new things every day. And it's just been, it's been a really, uh, fun journey so far. And it's only been eight days (laughs) and, so, yeah, it's, uh, so my advice, if, uh, you guys out there listening don't have kids and you know someone who's about ready to have a kid, uh, just, uh, offer, uh, offer up a meal and don't, uh, you know, just say, Hey, let me, let me just drop some food off at your door for you. And, you know, don't offer to stay. And then if they invite you in, great. Uh, but you know, just be courteous to the time, you know, stay just like 30 minutes, an hour, um, you know, cause it's, uh, you know, the parents were, were tired and, you know, we want to just, uh, relax and, you know, we love to have people over and socialize and hang out with our loved ones and our friends and, um, the people we've had come visit have all been just amazing. Um, no one's overstayed. You know, they're bringing us stuff and food. Uh, so it's been really great because it seems, and of course, they, they're all parents, so they know. <laughs> and so they know, you know, what it's like. So they have that boundary already uh, installed. But if you don't, just offer to bring some food. You know, what can I do to help? I don't need to come in. I just want to help you. Trust me, it'll, it'll mean a lot. And yeah, just, you know, anything uh we've just been telling people we're just we're not sleeping a lot and we're not exercising right now we're just recovering and in parent mode so we're just asking for a healthy healthy food uh meats fruits veggies healthy grains healthy carbs and uh trying to stay away from the desserts just because you know we don't want to we you know we want to treat our bodies the right way and give them the nutrients it needs to uh, really make up for the fact that we're not getting a lot of movement right now or a lot of sleep. So we're staying hydrated um, with liquid IV and just uh, good fruits, you know, good veggies. If there is such thing, Uh, taking our vitamins and really just, uh, setting our bodies up for success to be able to deal with this. And, um, you know, we, uh, last night <laughs> he just, we kept overfeeding and we we're trying to figure out what was going on. Cause he kept throwing up and, or, and so, yeah. So you learn, you learn a lot as you go and, you know, everybody wants to offer advice and everyone's heart is in the right place. Uh, but it's just something, you know, you just got to, try and figure out on your own. And, uh, I definitely have my, uh, my friends that I, you know, text constantly, you know, Hey, is this normal? <laughs> uh, I called my, my friend Lauren. I was like, she's my, this is my on-call nurse because <laughs> she's a nurse. And so I was just blowing her phone up for 
quite some time and God bless her heart. Cause yeah, she was, you know, responding and telling me everything that I needed to know. And, but, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, uh, we're setting up, you know, we're having some people come over here and there. Uh, but really we're just trying to just, uh, you know, figure out what our routine and our schedule is going to be. And we had, uh, my nephew over a couple days ago and man, just holding a newborn and holding a seven month old, who's kind of a chunky monkey to begin with. It's just like, ah, uh, it's just, it's insane. Uh, life is a beautiful thing and it's very precious and we should all embrace it and we should all love it and we should choose it. And that's all I really uh, have for today. Um, don't got much. haven't been paying attention to much of the politics, not much Corona. Uh, I've just, I've had my just heart wrapped around this little boy and his mom and it's just, uh, it's the most amazing thing in the world. That's all I can say. And our our cat, our cat was very, weren't you, buddy? He's right here with us. He was a little distant the first couple of days. Uh, he did not seem very happy to be a big brother. But he has definitely come around and he's warming up to us and the baby. And um, yeah. Well, anyways, that's all. I uh, hope you guys all uh, enjoyed listening. Uh, sorry, I'm talking kind of monotony, uh, trying to just stay quiet. So I don't, uh, uh, wake that precious boy of mine up, man. Let me tell you though, I just, I've never been so in love in my life. It's just incredible. The most amazing thing. I don't know how I got so lucky. I have the most precious boy and the most amazing uh, wife in the world. So, uh, Eli, Jocelyn, I love you guys more than you'll ever know. I'm not going to cry again. I've already done that in the shower. All right, everyone. Uh, and I'm not sure next time I'm going to try and uh, do one at least uh, weekly, bi-weekly. But uh, I'm going to try and get back into the zone of these. But obviously, you know, things are just a little hectic. Um, but, yeah, uh, if you guys have any questions, uh, comment, email, thetabletalkpod at gmail.com. I'd love to answer them. Uh, any financial things, let us know. I'll get back to you. Anyways, uh, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Peace.